Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, welcome to My First Time, a mostly sexy sex podcast from Broadly. My name is Zing Sing. I just think dick is delicious. I mean, I just love them. I really do. That probably is a controversial statement in itself. I can only imagine what people are thinking. Today on My First Time... Have you ever heard of the oral sex gap? Hi, I'm Yasmin, and this is the story of the first blowjob I ever gave. Some women say they hate giving blowjobs. Others do it as a part of a quid pro quo setup. You do me, and I'll do you. But our guest Yasmin is a little more unusual. Blowjobs are her second favourite sex act. She prefers it to actually having sex. For Yasmin, she gave her first blowjob at a young age, when she was still a teenager. And although she enjoyed it, not everyone at school really got it. This is her story. So my first blowjob was quite momentous in that it was also the first time I'd ever kissed someone that night and it was Valentine's Day. So I kind of threw myself into the worlds of love and lust and sex pretty uh, quickly, which I guess is quite normal. I don't really do things by half. And I was 14 and we were a bunch of village kids that didn't really have much to do of a week. So we had <laughs> a village youth club that we would hang out at and like get dropped off by our parents. And, you know, you'd take your bottles of Smirnoff ice and um, down those outside and then go in and play ping pong. So it was one of these youth club nights and it was a boy that I had fancied at school for ages. And so it kind of just spiralled from there, really. But yeah, he was actually a guy that a lot of the girls fancied, which is really funny. So I think he was probably flirting with a lot of people. Um, I definitely had a massive crush on him. And so when it came to meeting up at this youth club, we'd already been texting on our Nokias. <laughs> I vaguely remember a conversation that we were having I guess it was kind of sexting like the earlier iterations of it and he definitely said would you go on the pill for me and I was like uh, yeah thinking that that was a really normal response but at 14 not having any idea of the, the kind of depth of a decision like that but just thinking that you just said yeah so yeah that was like our horny texting I mean <laughs> pretty serious so yeah so we definitely had conversations like that already and then yeah so cut to this night we're playing ping pong and maybe flirting. And then the next thing we are outside with a bunch of people like next to the floodlit tennis courts, drinking our 
are Simona Weiss's. And then he turns around and kisses me. This is my first kiss. And it was a full on delicious tongue kiss in front of everyone. So, I mean, I got to experience my first kiss and like my first public performative sexual offering. I don't know. It was just weird that everyone was there. So yeah, it went from that to taking a walk around the village. It was his village, so it was his domain. And it was fucking freezing because it's, you know, it's February, it's Valentine's Day. At some point, my hands are then down his trousers. And I'm just like this 14-year-old girl that's like, oh my God, my hands are on this like amazing warm cock. Like, what is this? Uh, It was pretty epic. And then the next thing I know he's guided me to this wooded area. So yeah, like a little woods in the village. And my mind just cuts to giving a blowjob. I mean, I'm sure there was a little preamble, but I'm on my knees in the woods giving my first blowjob, which is pretty, pretty cool. (laughs) So early on in her teens, it's not like Yasmin was super experienced, but she was curious and adventurous, which is sometimes all you need. So he didn't come in my mouth I just remember this is the vivid memory I have of standing back and seeing him like finish himself off and just kind of admiring this guy watching his face uh, and watching him kind of like coming into the woods you know like seeing like this sperm like spurting out of a dick for the first time and watching his face and just thinking oh my god this is that's probably my favorite part of the memory to be honest maybe the um probably the first I guess it's like my introduction to voyeurism and watching that little snippet of someone I don't know making themselves come which is delicious (laughs) after he finished we headed back to the group and I remember us all sitting on the church wall (laughs) how blasphemous how naughty just kind of hanging around hanging out and I just thought I just remember like sitting there and kind of going over the night's events and just thinking, fuck me, what what a night, what a Valentine's. Growing up, we all watched plenty of films, you know, rom-coms and stuff, which reference sex and blowjobs. Still, it's pretty impressive that our guest Yasmin actually knew what to do. It's weird, isn't it? We must have absorbed something by that point to know what we were doing. We must have figured something out. And I mean, it's pretty apparent that blowjobs are prevalent in media all forms like you know tv film porn you know all you have to do is watch a teen movie to have a blowjob either implied or talked about it's so common so maybe I just saw it in a film and just figured out what to do I don't know it's funny how do you know what to do the first time he definitely tried to go down on me at some point which interestingly enough is not a vivid memory and it's it was pretty nondescript and probably took like two seconds as in he only really gave it that much time I don't know about you, but I never hooked up with such a sensitive boy at that age. Like, this kid deserves a medal. With him trying to give me head, it is so weird that I don't really remember how the whole thing played out from start to finish. And that it is just something I don't have any kind of prominent details about in my head. It might have just been more that it was awkward as well, because we were in the woods and I was standing up and it was cold. But I just vaguely remember just a a two-second attempt at it. And I'm guessing that would have been before. So that was like his version of foreplay, which is rubbish that for for women, oral is foreplay should be a main feature. Oral 
kind of can sometimes put fear in people. People can see it as much more intimate and, you know, genitals are much more intricate when you, when you're looking at them face on and you're like, fuck, how the fuck do I deal with these? So yeah, it is, it's a brave thing for that to be anyone's first move. And yeah, definitely for a teenage boy, because teenage boys are not encouraged to do that. And they're not seen as being cool or in control if they're doing something like that. It's more receiving head and like getting a girl to suck your dick, which is kind of a more common narrative for teenage boys. So yeah, actually, good on him for having a go. <laughs> Even though he might have seemed cool at first, our male protagonist didn't exactly nail the dismount afterwards. In my universe, no matter what age you are, you should never kiss and tell. I don't really have a memory of how we interacted much after. We obviously carried on at school together for another couple of years. And also my crush kind of preceded the blowjob. So I kind of was really into him from a year into our starting school. So I think, yeah, once once that happened, that kind of ended the situation, the flirtation. Afterwards was an interesting moment in my life because obviously being 14-year-old kids, people talk. So I think that he had gone to school the next day and told someone so people knew about it and my peers at that time and like kids at school were definitely having sex as of maybe the year after that I was aware of so you know from 15 16 everyone was having sex um but for some reason the the blowjob in the woods was such a a talking point for a good chunk of time and people would be coming up and asking me about it and I I would deny it and say like no I didn't do that and was just really unsure of how to deal with this <laughs> this weird oral fame that I kind of garnered I was like what the fuck and he also went and embellished and there were some weird stories floating around about him filming a friend and I at a sleepover and we were like masturbating with fruits and vegetables. I don't know what the fuck he was on about. He, I think maybe he just really enjoyed his newfound dick suck status and was just kind of embellishing. But yeah, so again, that's quite interesting that he got to kind of enjoy it and embellish and I had to deal with the rumours and the the kind of judgement and all of that side of it, which wasn't fun for a while, actually. But the chat died down pretty quickly afterwards. I don't remember it as being a real moment of trauma in my life. I think I was more concerned with maybe my mum finding out. And actually, I'm very close with her. I always have been. So I definitely told her. I was like, oh, there's a boy at school that's saying this stuff about me because we kind of did some stuff. And she's like, okay, well, you know, let me know if anything needs to be dealt with. But it didn't. Like, it, it wasn't a big trauma afterwards. I mean, I have no idea what other people were saying about me, but whatever. <laughs> Blowjobs come with some baggage attached, but Yasmin is working through that. Consider her to be a qualified fan. She's passionate about ensuring that BJs go both ways, and that doesn't necessarily mean 69ing. Being a woman that openly enjoys giving blowjobs, it can feel like, and this is going to sound really strange, it can feel like a bit of a political statement, just in that because of this you know, patriarchal world that we live in and the fact that guys are getting so much pleasure and women are not receiving as much. The very idea of a woman stating that she wants to kind of keep giving a guy pleasure in this act and really enjoys it can, I think, probably be a bit uncomfortable for some women to hear. I know that I've definitely had conversations with women who, you know, label themselves as feminists and have issues with other women giving blowjobs or, or enjoying it. I do not think that way. You know, again, it's just something I like doing and we're all entitled to our likes and dislikes, but I totally understand it. I see where the issue is because 
the acting itself is uh, a power play as well. And it's just, I suppose I can see in the eyes of some women, you're basically putting yourself in a in a position of submission, which if it's not kink related and that's not what you're both mutually going for, like in a dom sub situation, you're just a woman giving a guy pleasure in a submissive position again. You know, I do really understand where this is coming from. And you can Google blowjobs and feminism and you get plenty of essays and think pieces about how giving a blowjob is an anti-feminist act, which I, I really don't agree with it. And if someone were to say that to me, I would literally say thank you for your feedback that wasn't asked for, but kindly fuck off. Um, I think it's inherently anti-feminist to tell a woman what she should and shouldn't like or do, especially around sex women now are able to be more sexually autonomous and there's a great a great kind of movement around the world where we're able to be more free around this and conversations are being had. So for somebody to come along and tell you that actually even that is not acceptable, like don't limit women even more, is my opinion. There are studies that have been done in the last couple of years regarding the orgasm gap, which I think one recent one that I saw was they spoke to 800 people, 800 young, maybe college students, and asked men and women, do they regularly come during sex? And I think about 80% of men said, yeah, they do come when they have sex. And about 40-something percent of women, or even less, 30-something, said that they did. So there's this massive gap as to who's coming during sex. Interestingly enough, same-sex couples are different. So lesbians are right up there with straight men and they have plenty of orgasms during sex. So it's actually with um, straight guys and straight women where the gap is. And I definitely think there's an oral sex gap as well, whereby everything I've just discussed is still really present. So women are expected to give head, men are not. And I know this from my own personal hookups, even now, because I love giving blowjobs, I give them, but I rarely receive oral back. Like no one really initiates that immediately or if they do it's kind of a half-hearted minute maybe and then moving swiftly on which is exactly the same as my first experience actually which is probably something I need to tackle as well and actually insist on and there's lots of women that are now insisting on getting head and coming when they have sex I just think that we do need to start talking about this and we need to start normalizing female pleasure because otherwise things aren't going to get any better and women need to come too. Imagine if it was flipped around and the situation was that guys were not getting enough attention or pleasure, no one was giving their dick any attention and they weren't coming when they were having sex. Imagine, imagine the uproar that would be right now. So yeah, we need to deal with this shit. <laughs> you could just Google Nicki Minaj and Oral and she states that she openly now demands it and, and demands that her friends demand it too. I don't know what the answer is. I kind of wish that it wasn't on us to have to ask for it. Maybe that is the answer. Maybe it is just going into a hookup. And also, again, the difference here is there is a difference between sex in a relationship and sex in a hookup. With a hookup, if you're just having a one night stand, you don't know these people. So you're not going to be as demanding, maybe. Or maybe you're going to be more demanding. I don't know. But it's you're kind of navigating so many other things with somebody that you don't know that the last thing you want to do is start thinking about <laughs> the oral sex gap and how to get what you want. But, you know, I might just be the wrong person to ask. Just kind of thinking out loud here. But maybe, yeah, we just go into it and say, yeah, I'll come back to yours if you give me head. Or stop halfway through a blowjob and, you know, get yourself nice and comfortable and say, where's mine? Or, you know, maybe we just need to be more upfront and open about this and more demanding.
Thanks for listening to My First Time, a mostly sexy sex podcast from Broadly. And thank you very much to our guest, Yasmin. My name is Zing Singh, and I'm the UK editor at Broadly here in London. This episode was produced by Sam Bonham. If you like what you hear, rate us and subscribe to the podcast. We're in all the usual places. And please check out the article on Broadly featuring Yasmin with artwork from Camilla. See you next week.